In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the podcasters. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us and welcome back. We have another great show in store for you today. Will Reed is here to talk about his show, Common Sense Amelia. Will, welcome to the show. Dan, it's always a pleasure to see you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I'm glad you could join us. I've listened to a couple of your episodes, and there's a couple takeaways that I have. One is it's fun. Shoot. It's fun. You Thanks. you have a great sense of humor, and you put your guests at ease right off the bat, so that it, it makes it just fun for the listeners. But the thing that I really appreciate about what you do is that you tend to take your guests down a different path than the traditional yeah. podcast, and. To me, that involves a lot of preparation. I, at least for me. Now, <laughs> do you take? A, do you put a lot of preparation to it, or do you just wing it? Well, I would say it's probably eighty twenty winging it. So I definitely prepare. Like I'll listen to podcasts, I'll read articles, I'll scan the occasional LinkedIn page. Like I'll do all that stuff, yeah. and I'll kind of try to get a sense of, even if it's something small like where they went to college or a job they had before whatever they're doing now. Like if there's something that I can personally relate to, then I know that I can kind of at least have that to to pull a conversation from. So it's mostly winging it. I I have notes just to make sure that I'm like on a course, but it never works that way. Right. It something always comes up. That's more interesting than what I thought. (laughs) The point that you don't just like, Hey, what do you do? You take it in a different direction, which is, a lot more interesting for me at least well that part was for sure a conscious decision and this isn't just the cannabis industry but those kinds of just biographical sort of conversations they're just like longer pitches you know what i mean it's like it's it's your pitch yeah you're almost like pitching me your business or pitching the public your business like that stuff's definitely important to add context to a conversation but i'm not interested in that at all like the stuff that i was hungry for when i first started my company the coming out of the entrepreneurial closet like there's a lot of fear that comes with it and that's the stuff that really relates to me because i know that's a big hurdle for people is i can't do x because y you know what i mean like (laughs) or xyz yeah or even that so if we can kind of at least draw a correlation between people who are ambitious and are doing whatever their biography says they're doing it's really that journey to get through that fear to get through just even like simple stuff like how do you start a business like those things were were always interesting to me because there were things that i googled and tried to figure out on my own and especially in the cannabis industry because there's an extra added mystery maybe you hear this too just being around like how do i get into the cannabis industry like that kind of question I'm asked it all the time and I don't have an answer, but I think that the, the real answer is it's a journey and you have to know that the weirdness and fear and all the emotions that you feel are everybody feels them. 
we have a clip from one episode that you did with Zach from Dutchie, okay. which really kind of drives that point home. Let's play this clip real quick. So imagine being a kid and kind of growing up around that. I would come to him and I'd go, Dad, I've got this idea. And he would go, well, let's, let's do it. Let's go talk to my patent attorney. Go, and I'd say, well, what do we do next? Go, oh, well, you got to yeah. get a CAD drawing made. I'd go, what's a CAD drawing? And he would kind of us through it. And we, did, we didn't know, like, you're going to go to school. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to be an accountant. You're going to be a lawyer. There's nothing wrong with those professions at all. But we had it different when we were kids. So I really took to the inventive, creative side that my dad had. My brother took to the sales and business side. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. You got that out of Zach. And that was like, that's gold. Thanks. And honestly, I have no idea how we got there other than I was interested in kind of what inspires someone to do whatever it is they're doing. I did another podcast with someone named Tito Byrne, who owns a glass shop in in Burlington, Vermont, where we're located. And he said something to me that punched me in the face, and I'll never forget it. He, he said to me, it's, it's not about doing what you love. It's about doing what you're good at, which is just like, oh, don't do what I love. Like, that's crazy. But you have to do what you're good at. And what you love and what you're good at aren't uh, always the same thing, nor are they mutually exclusive. And, and that's also a fun thing to hear from all of these entrepreneurs is – a lot of them were doing what they were good at and applied it to what they love, which I, I include myself in that. To say that I love building websites or writing content or whatever is, I, I love it, but what I love is that challenge and basically being in a time and space in a emerging industry where we can take these things that we're good at and apply them to the thing that we love. And, and just to cap that, I think that's what Zach was saying too, is like his dad was a serial entrepreneur and inventor, and that just was in his DNA, he and his brother. And that was an interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting. It's, it was really interesting. Let's switch gears here for a second. You went to the same school as my daughter, which is in <laughs> I did. St. Lawrence. For those that don't know, it's, it's in the middle of nowhere, and it could possibly have the longest winters of any place on the, on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> that's an understanding. I'm sure that gave you a good opportunity to hone in your cannabis skills. <laughs> yes, long walks across campus. Yeah, but unfortunately... I guess that didn't apply to your dog. I heard a story about your wedding day. Can you maybe share that with our listeners? Wow, Dan, you had to bring this up. Uh, yes, I didn't give my dog cannabis, but as an advice to listeners, never give your dogs cannabis. My dog found some very potent hash oil that a friend had sent a friend. to me in the <laughs> mail. And for some reason, he packed it in a homemade sausage, and he had overnighted it from some remote part of the country to Vermont, which is pretty remote. And it didn't get there in the 24 hours that he had paid for. It got there in the 72-hour range. So that sausage was not great. So I received a package of rotted sausage with wonderful, wonderful hash oil in it. Anyway, cut to my wedding day, which was like three days later, and it's maybe three hours before I'm supposed to walk down the aisle, and I'm two hours from the closest veterinary emergency room but needless to say my dog liked the smell of the rotten sausage oh. weed oil and found it and maybe imbibed a little too much so i was very late to my own wedding but it was cool because by the time i got back everybody was drunk so <laughs> it all worked out the dog is fine she's currently at daycare today she's right. off the weed that is such a good story i had to bring it up <laughs> 
Normally we focus on this show, we focus on the podcast, but you've done such a good job of weaving your business, Can a Planner, and your podcast that I thought maybe we'd just touch on this before I let you go. Sure. I think a podcast is a no-brainer for cannabis companies that want to promote their business or extend their brand, but there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. Maybe you can just share some advice to our potential cannabis companies that's thinking about adding a podcast. What's some advice about adding a branded podcast to your business? Well, that's a good question. And I wish I had put enough thought into this whole thing at the beginning to, to actually have a real response. But I think if I'm thinking about it in hindsight, the podcast serves two functions, really. So practically, it's a marketing tool. It allows me to talk to other entrepreneurs, successful business people, in the cannabis space who are doing something special and I want to hear about it, right? So that allows us to network with those people and with their potential audience, right? So it's a marketing tool. Secondly, <laughs> it was as my company has grown, my responsibilities have shifted slightly. So in the best interest of not having me be micromanaging, leaning over the shoulders of my employees, they suggested, hey, you've done pretty well as a guest on podcasts. Maybe you should host one and get away from me. <laughs> so if I'm thinking about a real answer to your question, it's there's an, there's an obvious self-serving motivation to having your own podcast that's branded under your company name. But mostly you need to forget all about it. Like for me, like it's not about talking about me. Maybe I will lend some credence to a, a story or just lend my perspective through something that's happened within canna planners but using your personal network to try to help educate and lend experience to younger generations of entrepreneurs people who are trying to get in the game is i think super important so forget about yourself just make it about the guest that's what it always is and, it, and have a good personality which i don't i'm not saying i do have <laughs> that but if you're boring people aren't going to listen to you straight up so i try not to be boring <laughs> <laughs> well you can check out episodes of Common Sense Familia on all major podcast networks, including PodConnects. Mm -hmm. Will, thanks for doing this. Let's do it again. My pleasure. Anytime. Love talking to you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on PodCon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at The Talking Hedge podcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.